0: Good evening and welcome to Sports on the Porch, recorded live and unedited here in the Screen Porch studios. Of course, Josh is in the Screen Porch studio and I am here in Studio B. Welcome, Josh, to the program.
1: Hey, thanks, Matt. Uh, so Matt starts this off and then all of a sudden he goes, oh, oh, oh. And I'm like, what are you, the freaking green giant? Turns out he was recording over last week's podcast. Which I told him, just proceed. We don't we don't edit this. Just go ahead and overwrite everything that I said last week. Please, God, make <laughs> that podcast go away.
0: I think what you'd like to make go away is are the picks from last week. Uh, we'll get to those later, but my goodness, my friend, uh, you're going to be owing the bank some money, so you be careful with that. Oh, uh, boy.
1: All right. Well, Matt, it's great to see you. Great to
0: hear your voice. Yes, it is. And you are in the Screenport studio after a big snowstorm. So I'm curious is there snow in the Screenport studio?
1: Indeed, there is. I look back um, on the one of the the ledge rails that we have here, and there's uh, some solid snow there, as well as on a a table that we have in the screen porch. So, usually, as you know, because you've helped me with this process, we've got pretty nice uh, porch porch furniture in here, and I built some um, Costco-worthy shelves in the garage to store said uh, porch furniture, but. I am not ready to give up the ghost on uh, fall yet so here we are with the porch furniture covered in snow yesterday as we proceeded to get six solid inches of snow in New Richmond Uh, it's terrible
0: that is terrible and uh, for this date it's terrible it's not good not good at all so what is the temp in the screen porch studio
1: it's 34 degrees uh, Fahrenheit, so like one degree Celsius, and it's it's that damp cold because we had some melting going on today, and it's it just feels so much colder. You know how we have a wind chill, right? Right. It feels like temperature. We should do the same thing with damp cold because this feels like 22
0: degrees because of the damp cold. Wow, wow, I. Well, and obviously that snow that's in there can't help, but my goodness. so yeah,
1: it's, it's, I, I, It was a total shit show yesterday, and I'm just not happy about this weather.
0: No, and it's supposed to come tomorrow again, too. Um, so good luck with that. Um
1: well it's it's a good thing we continue to do this podcast, though you seem to be on vacation more and more. Me? When we record. Yeah, you.
0: What do you mean I seem to be on vacation?
1: You're you're over there in the Balmy Studio B. Well, we open the
0: windows. The I mean you're, with
1: your Bermuda shorts, your your unitard.
0: Well have you have you have you volunteered to come over? Because you're more than welcome to come to Studio B if you want.
1: No, really, I just want to see you in your unitard here in Studio A. Well, you look, so there, much.
0: There is a pandemic going on, you know.
1: Well, th- there's that, but I I think that you're using that as your reason to get out from seeing me. It might be. I'm kind of getting that feeling. So I'm putting you on alert next week. Good, sir. I expect you and your unitard to be here live in the ScreenPort Studio.
0: Well, then I shall certainly endeavor to do so. Um, and, uh, we will we'll make, probably have
1: a snowstorm and you'll say we can't, I can't make it. That, that might be the
0: case. I mean, uh, safety first, my friend, let's not, uh,
1: yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Um,
0: yep. so here's the thing is that, um, it's cold there, but that helps you maintain a good temperature for whatever is in your cup. So what's in your cup?
1: So we talked about all this snow and this cold. So you know what beer I have in my cup? I got the Prize Brewing Company out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. But it's spelled P-R-E-Y-E-S, but pronounced Prize. Um, I've got their Sunrise Beach Tropical Smoothie IPA, and this is like it says. It's a tropical smoothie. It's this is fruit juice in a glass. Really? You, even good sir, could drink this IPA. There's just so many fruity notes, fruity flavors. It's basically take pineapple orange juice, add a little bit of beer, put in some guava, maybe some mandarin oranges, some other tropical flavors, put that in a blender, (laughs) splash a little bit more beer on top, and that's what you have. It's outstanding. Yeah, but
0: there's cat urine in there.
1: Mmm. Totally covered up by the um, citrus.
0: Really? Well...
1: I don't know if you know this, but um, the citrus cuts the cat urine.
0: Wow. Well, I, you know, (laughs) I hope it does because I'll be honest, there has not been an IPA that I've tasted that doesn't have just a little bit of cat urine in it. And, you know, that kind of drives a guy away. It's not something that uh, I really appreciate drinking, I'll be honest with you. So this is this is why you don't share beer with me because I tend to put it down and I tend to uh, make fun of your beers. Um, and of course, when I drink a cider, you tend to make fun of that as well.
1: Well, uh, the only reason you're drinking the cider is because you're out of the zima.
0: Well, or sprees, sprees to put in my zima, <laughs> which are delicious, by the way. Right. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> so that's the total precursor to this whole seltzer craze is Matt putting sprees and zemas. He wh- started it all twenty-seven years ago.
0: It wasn't just me. It wasn't just me okay. at all. Okay. Um. So, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of precursors, I would love to sit here and talk about sprees and zemas all day because you know what? You know what? I don't want to talk about the minnesota vikings
1: so matt there's the golf tournament playing this weekend it's called the zozo championship at sherwood and i was going to do the zozo gun gun ipa beer um but i don't have that right now
0: what is a zozo gun Gun? i don't i don't are you speaking spanish It's, it's
1: a double it's a double ipa and for whatever reason, they call it the Zozo Gun Gun, you know, double IPA, so you double up on the words. Sure. But the golf tournament being played this week is the Zozo Championship. And how appropriate would that have been?
0: Well, it would have been very appropriate. Uh, it would have been way more appropriate than uh, the Vikings uh, not winning a game, uh, especially against a terrible team, Terrible City.
1: Did I tell you we got some snow?
0: You did. You did tell us we got some snow. We got some snow here as well. Not certainly as much as you did, but uh, uh, that's um, that's um, another deferral from the subject at hand, my friend. This is a sports podcast. I don't know if you're aware of that.
1: Huh. Well, nobody let the Minnesota Vikings know that we host a sports podcast.
0: <laughs> Apparently they didn't sure. because they didn't show up either. And that
1: was it, right when I am ready to put on my purple colored glasses. I was all decked out in purple and so excited for the what I thought was at least an eight and eight five hundred team with an outside chance to make the playoffs. Right, and that was done in the first play of the game.
0: That yeah, was done. Yeah, very first play. Kirk oh, Cousins shut you up.
1: Dreams dashed. Gone. Yep. So I took off all my purple and watched the rest of the game naked.
0: Well, that's... um, uh, it, 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 That's it, why I don't go over there anymore. There, yeah, that's why I don't go over there anymore.
1: Yeah, that coming from a guy who wears a unitard.
0: Hey, it's at least something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sit around nude. So <laughs> here's my big... It's
1: bad. I, I just, I, I don't want to talk about that game. That was...
0: So I do have there, one question for you. I do have one question that came from that game. I want, Go I ahead, ha- what's the question? Uh, it, well, you kind of almost answered it, but I want you to give it some thought. Is there anything positive that comes from that game?
1: Yes, the, the, the and and that is just throw the damn ball to Justin Jefferson. Just I don't care Just throw it up to him. You're probably going to throw an interception anyway, Kirk, but at least you have a 50-50 chance of Jefferson catching the ball and making something happen. That's it. That's the only good thing that came from this, is we have another reaffirmation that Justin Jefferson is for real, and he is going to be a stud.
0: Okay, but I have a question then. Um, That was the first play of the game. They tried to get it to Justin Jefferson. Is that not the case?
1: I I, bet I couldn't see who he was trying to throw the ball to when number 45 from Atlanta was the only one in his vision.
0: I think he was trying to throw it to number 45 at Atlanta.
1: To, to, to Dion Jones, yeah. the middle linebacker for the Atlanta Falcons. He hit him right in the numbers, so... I, I don't think that ball was intended for Jefferson. I think that was intended for Deion Jones.
0: Right. I think you're right. Um, maybe, maybe Kirk Cousins assumed that he uh, he got traded <laughs> to the Atlanta Falcons, and well, throw the ball to him. Hey, look at me! I completed a. Oh wait, I didn't.
1: I, I, the, it was just a train wreck from the start. But we saw what. Jefferson could do, almost getting in. Um, no, he did get in. He reached over the goal line on that one. Um, and then the the play where he was having his jersey ripped off his body. Right. Runs through that tackle for a touchdown. And I know it's garbage time, and but you can keep in mind, I'm a fantasy player, and you asked me to find some good in real football, which is the Vikings being real football. And... That's all yeah. I could come is, up with. Is that it, one is it, thing is, Justin Jefferson is for real.
0: Yeah, because uh, Madison had what all of three yards, um, and we had uh, Kirk Cousins through for only what 101 yards and three interceptions, and
1: in, in the first half.
0: And yeah, those all well, and you know, I'm first half haul, so I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take right. the, you know that first half and assumed that the Vikings would lose. And, of course, I would have been right. Uh, it was just... Yeah. it so, was.
1: So, if I would have told you Kirk Cousins finishes with 343 yards and three touchdowns, you'd have been like, sweet. The Vikings put together one heck of a game. Right. <laughs> um, but there's that next column, the three interceptions. Right. That just demoralizing. I can't believe how many interceptions he's throwing this year. I
0: like, can't either, and I, I don't, don't... know. It, this did he
1: is LASIK or did he get LASIK or I don't can oh, we put on some goggles?
0: That's that's actually is, an interesting point. Uh, yeah. Did he has his eyesight uh, gone bad in his old age? Maybe. I mean, apparently he saw numbers when he redid his contract, but he can't see receivers. It's,
1: so when you have dollar signs clouding your vision. Maybe throw more interceptions.
0: That's probably true. although that
1: could, that could be.
0: Although Patrick Mahomes doesn't uh, throw interceptions, so I'm uh, not sure that that's a sound uh, theory. So let's move on from the Vikings because here's – guess what? They have a bye this week. We don't have to talk about them. We don't have to worry about them losing. Uh, I will be honest, uh, based on the way they played on Sunday, I don't see them winning another game. So, um, so you're
1: saying that their bye week – this is the high point of the season for the Minnesota Vikings
0: right this is okay, absolutely just, just, just the checking. highest point in this season is the week that they don't play it's going to be fantastic it's going to be
1: the high point for me
0: right um, but let's get to uh, so let's get to the picks here because uh, this is uh, not such a great week for you either.
1: Hey, hey, hold on. Hey, did I tell you about the golf tournament that they're playing this week?
0: Yeah, you did. You mentioned that.
1: Oh, okay.
0: You also mentioned that it snowed. Um,
1: no. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, oh. uh, so the, you know, the house loves when this happens. Uh, the house is very happy when. Uh, the gambler loses. So we're going to get to your picks here, uh, and we have some interesting, interesting uh, games to go over. But let's recap from uh, the money that you have starting out with this in one moment. And let me get to that. All right. So Josh, you started out last week after last week's uh, loss. You, again, you you lost money last week. Twenty six sixty nine is where you are right now because you lost a net of 300 but let's talk about the game that, that's not
1: that's not terrible
0: though no no you're right compared to this week that's not yeah. terrible at all actually uh this week isn't horrible either uh, if you in the grand scheme of things okay. so let's look at this
1: because i think i started the year if i remember at 1669
0: or was it 1869 uh one of those um so
1: Re- regardless i'm up
0: you are up. I, look, nobody's going to say that you are up, but you are on a trend that will not keep you in that spot, my friend. So, you had Atlanta at Minnesota. You never
1: let me have anything positive. I
0: don't. You know, you, you're, you're a horrible person. You keep person.
1: reminding me that I'm a Minnesota sports fan. You are. <laughs> and, I, and I make terrible decisions in the teams that I root for and the teams that I bet on.
0: You know what? My guess is the Packers don't like you betting on them either. Um, so let's talk about...
1: Well, this is a, the first time all year that the Packers have let me down.
0: Well, won't be the last time, I hate to say. So.
1: But I sure hope so.
0: You, <laughs> you have uh, Atlanta and Minnesota. You picked the Minnesota Vikings to win. Uh, and you even took the points. And ironically enough... You didn't need that. And it was a horrible, horrible game. And we all know how that turned out. And you went big. You went big on this one. And that is amazing to me. You went 500. And boy, did that hurt. Boy, did that hurt. Any thoughts?
1: I'm sorry. I'm blocking all this out. Yeah.
0: Your therapist uh, is loving me right now because... (laughs) <laughs> you're gonna have to go there with all of this to talk about um, I should get a cut of this from your therapist by the way a cut of their bill uh, Green Bay at Tampa Bay Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers, the goat versus a Uh a Raj did not show up a Raj a Rodge got pushed to the ground several times by and Sue, and I love that that was fun to watch um, you know, Nate, I'm sorry, that, or Nathan, sorry, you're not Nate, you're Nathan. Nathan, sorry about your quarterback, but, you know, and and Sue and him have a long history, and if he's going to be in the way of the train, he's going to get run over. Uh, Tampa Bay, hey, yes, uh, sir.
1: A qu- quick side point. I heard some Packer fan refer to a Raj as a god. Really? Yeah, really.
0: No, oh, that doesn't They're sound more right. They're more
1: delusional than I am.
0: I think they are. He's not
1: a deity.
0: He's not, uh, although I think sometimes he thinks he is, but he's not a deity. Um, I've checked. Uh, he's not that. So you you bet a big one on this one, too, and you took Green Bay. You thought they were going to hammer the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. By the way, where do you keep your Buccaneers?
1: Under my bucket
0: you dang right you do. You bet 500 on this. You took the Packers. They were favored by one, but yeah. it was basically a pick 'em, and they kind of got blown Remember, out. Remember,
1: I only bet like I only bet like two, maybe three hundred on this, and then Nathan was in the screen porch and he gave me a titty twister and forced me to bet five hundred.
0: Yeah, that's true, but you know what? You did say five hundred. I got it on vid or tape, and sorry, it's going to be wow. So can we
1: at least put an asterisk by no, that $500 no, loss that no, it was under no, duress?
0: No. No, we can't. It was $500. You, you, okay. you know, you're, right. I think you're bigger than Nathan. I think you can take him. Um, so I, that, that's your fault. So $500 loss there. You're down a 1000 now. But the tide turns a little bit, and you are doing a little better. Kansas City at Buffalo. Kansas City comes ahead on that game. Great job! You bet three hundred. So.
1: That's the Chiefs, all right. Down seven.
0: Down seven. And then you uh, took the Steelers in the game against the Browns, and the Steelers did come out victorious. And you bet three hundred. So. Three hundred. Yep. You are down overall. Let me just do the math really quick.
1: That's four hundred, man. Where did you go to high school so I can make fun of that? Hold on.
0: I'm I got the adding machine here.
1: What is that? An abacus?
0: Maybe. It's none of your business. Yep, four hundred is is correct. Four hundred is correct. And that makes it two thousand two hundred and sixty nine dollars.
1: Okay. All right, let's win some games this week.
0: Well, okay, let's <laughs> well, if you can. Let's see if you can. Uh, the Vikings are on a buy, so we know that there's no game uh, there. But
1: I'll take the three other buy teams to have a better bye week than the Vikings. <laughs> with the Vikings giving, no, the Vikings get four extra buy days.
0: Wow! Jeez!
1: And I'll take that for three hundred, please.
0: Uh, we, that's not how. Betting works, but uh, good try. Uh, Let's go right to the Green Bay game, though. We have Green Bay at Houston. Green Bay is favored by three and a half.
1: I'm going to take the Packers. Um, My my Packer backer friends say the Packers never play well out of the bye week for whatever reason. That is, that doesn't make sense to me, but – they write the shift this week, and they come out and beat uh, really not a very good Texans team. Who They've played better since they made the coaching change, but they're, they're still not that great. Um, I will take the Packers for 400.
0: Wow. Going in another big bet on this one. That'll be interesting to see if the uh, Packers can let you down uh, twice uh, in one season, well, two, two in a row actually. Hopefully, they like, can let you down more often than that. Uh, the game that you've picked is Detroit at Atlanta. Uh, Detroit is favored by two. No,
1: nope, Detroit gets
0: two. Oh, Detroit, so I'm, I'm sorry, favored. Detroit gets two. Yeah. Why would you? Th- why would I think yeah. that? Because Atlanta beat a horrible team. Okay, I don't get Vegas, but whatever. Yep. So So I'll take those
1: points, and I'll, I'll take the Lions. Wow. And I don't feel as confident about this game, but I'll take it for 300.
0: 300. And
1: I think the Lions, uh, they've got a healthy Kenny Galladay um, if they decide to throw the ball, which they've... Kind of kept that under wraps compared to previous years, and Matt Stafford's usage is down. They're running Adrian Peterson kind of a fair amount, but last week we saw the rookie uh, DeAndre Swift explode for 100-plus and two touchdowns. So I think that the Lions, coming out of their bye. They're starting to find their offensive groove, and they're going to give the the rookie Swift the ball more, and he's a talented player. So um, I I just think the Lions are in a better spot mentally than the Vikings are. And and I think that they're going to just outright beat beat the Falcons, who had their coaching change last week, so they were on that high getting rid of Dan Quinn. But now it just kind of levels off. I don't think they continue with that that high, and they kind of have a letdown this week. We could get
0: the Lions. Well, yeah, I agree with you. The Atlanta Falcons looked like they were giving it everything, you know, really taking a lot of risk, and obviously that risk presented a lot of reward uh, in that game against the Vikings. And obviously the Vikings were the victim of it. But you're right; there's going to be a letdown, or at least you know, there's an emotional high, but there's going to be a letdown. Uh, I think in their play, and they're just going to go back to the team, that, uh, closer to the team that they were. Uh, before, uh, before last week, so the game one of and actually I picked two games this week because we have a buy for the Vikings. So uh, the first game that I picked is it's a long time rivalry game. It's always a great game, and it's interesting because there's a quarterback missing from it. But this is the Dallas Cowboys at the Washington football team.
1: That is an interesting game. I,
0: it's pick'em, by the way.
1: I don't know what to to make out of the, the Cowboys and how badly they were destroyed um, against the Cardinals on Monday Night Football. There's been uh, grumblings of players not keeping their disdain for the coaching staff in-house any longer. That That's starting to leak out uh, through the media. So I think there's turmoil in Big D. And I'm gonna take the football team to wow. win for two hundred.
0: That's interesting. Home, well, yeah,
1: I, I, I think the defense is for the football team is gonna be what wins the game. So it's gonna be um, like nineteen seventeen, and the football team comes up with the win.
0: Wow! I mean that's uh. I think that's a bold prediction, although um, Dallas certainly is suffering with the loss of Dak, and so we'll see and see how you turn out with there. You could use that $200, bucks, uh, certainly. The last game for this week uh, for Pickham is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Las Vegas Raiders.
1: Um, hey, Matt. Yeah. Where do you keep your Buccaneers?
0: I keep them under my buck and hat.
1: All right, perfect. That's where they belong.
0: That's right. So, what are your thoughts about this game? I know these are all surprises for you, but you've seen both teams play.
1: Um, what was the, the line again?
0: It is three and a half for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: So, the Tampa Bay is favored by three and a half. They looked. Excellent that that run defense is stout in in Tampa um, they've got Winfield jr. on the back end at play yeah, safety um, Kind of an underrated defense really I don't know that they're getting enough respect for the strides that they've made over the last year plus um, I, I just don't see the Raiders coming away with a victory in this one, but I do see it as a close game, so that's that's what makes this tough for me. The Raiders beat the Chiefs, then go into the bye week and now they're playing the the Buccaneers. I am I'm, I'm gonna take the, the Buccaneers and take the trend, the positive trend. Um with them over the positive trend with the Raiders, I think the Raiders are still going to be an up and down team, where I think the Buccaneers are going to be an ascending team. All right. So, give me the the Bucks. I'll give the points uh, 200.
0: 200. Wow, very nice. I like that. I, I mean,
1: I'm a little bit more conservative this week um, after I, getting I think a little you bit Lacked on.
0: I, a I mean, of my wagers. You you have. But this
1: week, I, w- I, I, I was able to make wagers not being under duress.
0: Well, this is why you just don't let Nathan in any given moment. You you know you you got to tell him, look, we're recording here. We got I got a podcast to do, and you're you're not on the the docket for uh, being a guest this week, and you just need to get out.
1: I'm sorry. I I will. I mean, either will they have to invite him to be on the show or maybe. i'm just going to have to stand up for myself
0: maybe you are bigger than him you know i know he's uh, you know a very muscular man but uh, uh, i think you could take him so
1: he's crafty he's wily though you know that uh,
0: that is very true he's got some moves on him
1: and a, and a little bit handsy, too
0: well He does like to do that. Um, It's between you and him, though, and I'll let you guys enjoy that. So here's uh, here's the funny thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay some money on this weekend because this is actually a fun weekend for Minnesota sports fans. Not only because the Vikings are on a bye week, that's super fun, uh, but this is going to be a weekend where we get to row the boat.
1: So do I get to bet on the Gophers this year?
0: You might get to bet on the Gophers this year. And uh, so
1: uh, they're, they're minus three, right? At home against Michigan.
0: But inter- I like this. interestingly enough, they were favored last week, and this week that switched around. Nobody knows why.
1: Really? So as as. We know by the deep dive that I do in the podcast, I've got a lot of analysis that I provide. So I was doing some research and looking at other experts' opinions on college football, and and specifically this this Big Ten game that we have here, Gophers at Home against Michigan. And there were four of the talking heads out of four that picked the Gophers, and yet this line is, is flipped. They picked the Gophers with the points, and they picked the Gophers on the money line. To just outright win the game. So, to your point, I have no idea why this would have flipped.
0: I don't either. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of hype with uh, the Gophers quarterback. There's, you know, obviously we're getting uh, Bateman back. Is that correct?
1: Um, yep, Bateman is back. He's, so he's wearing the number zero, um, going by uh, the nickname Agent Zero.
0: All right. I, I think that that's maybe um, something to pay attention to because we have some history, obviously, with our court. He's I think he's probably better this year. Um, this is going to be, I think, a very close game. I think this is going to be uh, a, a game where every, every yard it has to be fought for. Um, I'll be honest, the three points that they're favored by, I think you could erase that. I think this is going to be one of those. This is probably a pick 'em game.
1: Well, I want those three points that the Gophers are getting. So.
0: Well, sure. I, I, I do too. I,
1: I'm going to take that when I make when I make my bet. It's, it's going to be a close game because it's the first game of the season. We just don't know what to expect with these two teams coming out of COVID. How did they practice? How did they? ride the roller coaster of prepare for football no there's not going to be football oh wait a minute we are going to have football and you have a month to prepare what does that look like for each team so there's just a lot of questions with that and i feel more comfortable about taking the home team in that scenario so i will take the gophers to win Um, And I'll I'll highlight some other reasons here. All right. But um, for for wagering purposes, I want uh, I'll take the three points. I'll take the Gophers to win for five hundred.
0: Wow, that's so here's my big bet of the week. It is, and so here's the funny thing is that um, you have you are absolutely right. There's there's waffling back and forth whether or not we're going to play football. Um, We have. Then no, uh, what for all intents and purposes in college football is a preseason, which is your your garbage non-conference games, where Big Ten teams or or I'm not just Big Ten teams, but big schools can beat up on little schools uh, and kind of hone the craft and be, become uh, you know a little bit more polished. Well, they don't have that opportunity and now. You're going against Michigan, who is going to be in the same boat. Uh, basically, and let's hope that we're the ones who row it.
1: Yeah. I, I think that the mentality of P.J. Fleck, he never fully let his foot off the gas pedal for this season. Change your best each day, get better, keep improving, and I think that the Gopher team buys into that. The players buy into it, and really most importantly – Tanner Morgan buys into that. He is a mini-P.J. Fleck, and he has fully bought into all the Fleckisms and P.J. Fleck's just mentality, what he brings to the table, that having a ready quarterback um, in his third year uh, starting is going to be such an elite, yes, I did say elite, thing to have. And... (laughs) <laughs> I, I think that that Tanner Morgan builds on his 30 touchdown passes to seven interceptions only last year. Um, no, he doesn't have Tyler Johnson, but I think they have Chris Ottman Bell who steps up, and uh, Rashad Bateman's continued ascension to top ten pick in the NFL draft um, is going to continue leading that that passing offense and we're going to be able to make up for the, the loss that we had um, in the, the running back uh, area with Rodney Smith kind of uh, uh, going away as he's, he's graduated. I think he played for like six years for the Gophers or right, something like yeah. that. But his his 1,200 yards is gone. You got Mole Ebraham, He's going to take the place of him. He, he certainly had some good games. Um, so I think that he can kind of – step into that role but with college football now you've got those questions with these programs that the gophers aren't used to having that were turning out these elite players that are going to the nfl five players drafted last year so now it's leaves us wondering what are these young kids right these 18 19 year old kids come in and do and can they, they fill the shoes of, of the players that left and I think they can do it better on offense than on defense I think we'll have some growing pains on defense um, lo- losing guys like Winfield Jr Carter Coughlin right. um, Kamal Martin you know that's each level of the defense we lost a player in the NFL draft and I, I think that that's going to be this, the, the kind of the struggle but it, If the Gophers can put up enough points early on by the end of the the Big Ten season, that defense is going to make strides and the the Gophers are going to be competing for a Big Ten West championship. Uh,
0: That's a bold prediction, I think. Um, I do have a couple of questions for you as it pertains to kind of the conversation you were having there regarding uh, Tanner Morgan and then also regarding some of our younger players. So first, Tanner Morgan, there's been some actually conversation about, depending obviously on how this season goes, but based on what we've seen in previous seasons, um, is there an opportunity, is there a chance that he is a first or second round pick in the draft?
1: I think that, that we would be hard-pressed to see him drafted in the first or second round uh, I, I just don't know that the physical tools and are going to show he is more of a, a, you know, a very accurate passer and kind of an elite college quarterback that he feels more like he's a, a fourth or fifth round pick to me as we project that to the NFL. Um, I don't know that he has this huge cannon of an arm, right? He's more accurate in the, the short stuff. And, you know, if he, he can throw it like 30, 40 yards down the field, but he doesn't have the bombs in him that uh, they look for, the the 60-plus yard passes, um, sometimes the, the big-armed quarterbacks as they make that next jump. And I just think that there's going to be some question marks around him that uh, – lead him to be drafted I think later than he should be because I right. think he has certain intangibles that he he, he gets drafted in the, the fourth round and he actually in a, a year or two in the NFL actually if he gets an opportunity he could be uh, an eight year starter in the NFL
0: really um, that's interesting I, to me that-
1: I, I think that he 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 has that kind of leadership about him, that that kind of gamer uh, with him, and I think that if, if the right opportunity, right, all of these things need to fall into place for players to have long NFL careers. But I think that he has that ability to make believers out of people that doubted him.
0: That's okay. I can see that. Um, I'll be – I think a lot depends, obviously, on their success and his success this season. Uh, but I, I am excited. I'm so excited to see that. Um, I mean, to have to have you know more NFL players come out of this program um, only helps recruiting. Only helps uh, things progress as PJ Fleck wants them to progress. And speaking of that, my second question is regards to uh, P.J. Fleck, young players, his impact on improving their skills in a more efficient manner to get them field ready, get them starter ready, um, and like you said, he his mantra is "you're better every day than the day before," uh, and that's what you continue to do. So. How do you think that affects young players that come into this program that, first of all, he's recruited, and second of all, have seen the progress of other players and then experience his coaching?
1: I, I would have to, to think that it, it has a positive impact on, on these young men. Coming in, a, a young player has so many question marks into the, the school season, what does it look like for their academics? There's all these different things going on. We're, we're seeing it right now with the, the Michigan Wolverines. Actually, they have a, a kind of safer in place order um, because of the, the spike in COVID that they've experienced on campus. Now the football team has kind of got a waiver uh, from that. And, and in all likelihood that has to do with the, the increased testing. But all of these different things are going on on these uh, impressionable young, young men. And I think that PJ Fleck's positive attitude, the way he can connect with uh, the, these young players and, and not just be about football but about life and I'm here for you and truly that, that passion that he has and that caring might lead them to pick things up faster than other schools and other coaches. So, in, in a team that has turned over a, a fair amount of their roster, right. and I know I, I'm, you know, the, the the Ohio State fans, the the Badger fans, the you know, the Michigan fans, Michigan State are, are saying, we do this every year, we lose players, you know, we're, we're used to this. It's not something we're used to in Minnesota, so we're kind of learning to to talk about it and and how do we wrap our head around you know replacing these. Uh, elite players but i think that pj fleck has brought in great recruiting classes they buy into him and he's going to have a better impact on their 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 well-being and and getting them prepared for football compared to some of these other coaches like it like a jim harbaugh uh, i mean right. he's playing michigan jim harbaugh he's a ex-NFL coach and I don't know that he has that same connection that PJ Fleck can make with other young men
0: Right, and again I've been impressed with you know obviously his uh, ability to you know gather in the fans and gather in support that way so I can imagine that in the locker room and you know on the practice field it's just uh, more of the same and again like you said they, they buy into it And, um, you know, I think that helps their progress uh, in a faster way than, say, it would under a Jerry Kill or somebody that we've had before, um, you know, or Glenn Mason. But, um, you know, this is this is a program that you're right. It's going to see that turnover more often. So let's hope that he can keep going with that. I'm excited. I'm excited for this uh, weekend's game. Uh, you know, with the Gophers. So we'll see how that goes. Well, we're kind of coming. And
1: and I'm excited to, to have a football team to root for this weekend. Um, I'm certainly (laughs) going to be rooting for the Vikings on their bye week to play their best week of the season, but to have an actual team on the field on, on Saturday night, you've got college game day coming to visit the Gophers. Right. And in such a short period of time in, in, Um, college football game uh, circumstances. The end of the the season last year, uh, college game day came uh, for the first time in ever, right? And then already first Big Ten game this year, college game day is coming to to the U. uh, And sure, we can't have fans or that kind of thing, but it shows the respect that that the Gophers um, are receiving nationally but this is what P.J. Fleck did at this, the start of, of being a coach for the Gophers. He was on that. He had his own show on ESPN, and he kind of built his brand. And now you're starting to see the players, the recruits. And these kind of things aren't lost on on high school players making their decisions. Having College Game Day come to Minnesota twice in such a short period of time, that really shows that we're on the map. And if you come to Minnesota, you're going to have a good chance to be a really good football player and put together teams that Minnesota Gopher fans haven't experienced before. And you're going to be held to... Um, or lifted that much higher um, in the community compared to Ohio State, say, that turns out a top-five team every year. Exactly, yes. You, you know, it's, it's kind of like they expect that, but in Minnesota we don't. So when we get these things, you know, we love Tanner Morgan. We, we love our Anton Winfield Juniors or our Tyler Johnsons, Rashad Batemans. So it, it, I think that – other uh, these young men see that and they want to come to the Gophers and experience that and be part of something hopefully special. I,
0: I hope so too. Again, it, it, it's, it's exciting to have college football back period uh, in Minnesota, and it's just going to be uh, wonderful to see this program continue forward. Um, wrapping up a little bit here, uh, we always want to know, and I'm always curious, although I'm not there to uh, put my fingers in it but what's in your bowl
1: well I, I was going with a little bit of a halloween theme and i'm going to um do a halloween theme play on words and in the vikings into this so i'm having tricks
0: wow tricks and are for what kids the vikings
1: did the, the the vikings played a whole lot of tricks on us on sunday against the falcons they, they led me to put on my purple. They led me to believe that they had a chance after showing decent performances against the, the, the Sea Chickens, against the Titans, uh, two undefeated teams, even mixing in a win against the Texans in there. And then they tricked us all. They, they, they certainly tricked me. And uh, so here is my trick-or-treat tricks. Cereal in my bowl, Matt. I, I've got uh, six fruity flavors and shapes that I'm going to enjoy, um, uh, probably as much, if not more, than I enjoy this Vikings bye week.
0: Wow, that's uh, that's saying something because uh, this Vikings bye week is going to be kind of fun. I know.
1: I'm so looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's a <laughs> it's uh, uh, funny that we look forward to that and. Probably no other team in the NFL or team fan in the NFL does that, but we are we are a Minnesota sports fan, so uh, it comes pretty easy for us. Well, thanks for joining me, and next week we will promise, I will promise that I will be in this Greenport studio uh, broadcasting live uh, from there in the cold. Hopefully it warms up, uh, and hopefully there's... Cash,
1: air, asterisk, or... Um your out is for weather we need you to be safe so if we get that half inch dusting of snow we all know that that's that can be slick on the road it can so be
0: it can be we'll see what we can it, do though.
1: you have your out if you need it that's true um but i'm so looking forward to seeing that unit card
0: so as we always end our program uh i want to start it out because we got an exciting weekend at Skyuma, Roll the Boat, Go Gophers.
1: And that's it. Skyuma, Roll the Boat, Go Gophers.
0: You're dang right. And as you can hear underneath, uh, we got a little rouser going. So thank you for joining us and have a great evening, everybody.